We are on our way to a longer conversation this Sunday about racism and justice and how the church should respond. To ready our hearts for Sunday, we want to make space for prayer and lament. Modern Westerners breathe the air of individualism, steeped from birth in a worldview that values and highlights personal freedom and autonomy and expression above any kind of group identity. It makes consumers of us. Our desires and needs and stories exist in a vacuum independent of our families and communities and generations. When we talk about racial injustice, it's easy for those who have not suffered racism, oppression, violence, to rush to individualistic defense mode. But I haven't done anything. In the story of the Bible, there is no paradigm for individualism. Entire families, nations, even generations of people understand their identity as woven into the group, the tribe, the people. So the sin of the people burdens the heart of the individual, though they themselves might be innocent of that sin. God's relationship with individuals is affected by his relationship with their people, their tribe, their family, their nation. Racism is an ancient evil but it has found fertile ground to thrive in the violent history of the United States. Though our individual experience of it varies from person to person, Americans belong to a long legacy of racism. Lamenting the evil of a nation, a family, a heritage, rejects the selfishly narrow view of individualism and steps into the story of other people. I may not be a white supremacist, but my great-grandparents were. I may not be a violent oppressor, but I come from a land infamous for them. Sin has consequences, and disciples of Jesus weep and wail and mourn, not just injustice, but the ongoing consequences of its sinfulness. Today's reading is Psalm 60. You have rejected us, God, and burst upon us. You have been angry. Now restore us. You have shaken the land and torn it open, mend its fractures, for it is quaking. You have shown your people desperate times. You have given us wine that makes us stagger. But for those who fear you, you have raised a banner to be unfurled against the bow. Save us and help us with your right hand, that those you love may be delivered. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph, I will parcel out Shechem and measure off the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet, Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washbasin. Of Edom I toss my sandal, over Philistia I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Is it not you, God? You who have rejected us and no longer go out with our armies. Give us aid against the enemy, for human help is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. Today, consider making time to revisit Psalm 60 with the ancient art of Lectio Divina, meditating on the way the psalmist laments the sin of the people. Pay attention to the lyricist speaking by the Spirit as they express despair in light of widespread evil. If you're up for it, you can join me in this simple prayer. If you agree with what's being said, feel free to repeat each request after me. Father, remove the blinders of individualism from my heart. 
impress upon me the weight of generational sin. Show me the hope of redemption. Cleanse me from the sin of generations. Reveal any generational sin in me, God, that you may put it to death. Lead me along the right paths for your name's sake. Amen.